G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Of recent times, we have taken time to pause and talk about threats to free speech. And sometimes we think that's only happening in the communities where there are debates over same-sex marriage. And we've been very familiar with the same-sex marriage lobby bullying those who are standing in favour of marriage to quieten the conversation, to silence the opponents of what is called marriage equality. Well, it's not the only area where free speech is under threat. And there's been another example of that this week. There was a woman who was due to appear on the ABC's Q&A program on Monday night. Her name is Ian Hersey Ali. And what it appears to be is that she was bullied to the point where she decided not to come to Australia. So what could the reasons be? Let's explore some of those. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us again today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, is this another example that free speech is really very shaky at this time? Some people who might be hanging on to the idea that, yes, we have free speech in Australia. This is certainly under threat and it's on a number of fronts. This is one of the latest issues. Yes, exactly right. Sadly, uh, as we all know, we probably had parents or certainly grandparents who... uh, not all that long ago, went overseas, shed their blood to protect freedom, to stand against tyranny, to uh, allow us to enjoy a democracy where freedom of speech, freedom of uh, assembly, and so on are taken for granted. But sadly, and very quickly in the last few decades, uh, various activist groups and usually minority groups are doing all they can to shut down free speech and prevent others from speaking. And it really is becoming uh, bullying uh, to a very large extent, thuggery. Uh, It certainly is genuine intolerance, genuine narrow-mindedness. All the words that are thrown at people like you and me and your listeners, as you mentioned, the homosexual activists, a small, noisy minority, shutting down one meeting after the next, using threats and bullying to prevent free speech. And yes, now one of our leading and more courageous women who was born a Muslim and is now warning against the dangers of Islam was so threatened and bullied uh, that she had to pull out. So she never even made it, both here to Australia and New Zealand. Ian Hersey Ali, what in your understanding, Bill, are the reasons why she decided not to get on that plane and come to Australia? Yeah, well, we already know what the reasons are. We've been told, uh, uh, once again, the uh, uh, activists left, the secular left, and in this case, in bed with uh, at least some Muslim groups in Australia. They both worked overtime to prevent her from coming. A petition was circulated, and uh, all the usual moves were made by the left to keep her from coming. 
But then worse yet, one of the Muslim activists said, we're going to have 5,000 people out protesting at your Melbourne venue, you know, come at your own risk. Uh, she's been a good part of her life since leaving Islam, uh, dealing with regular death threats. So it looked like from all the information she and her team were getting uh, with the hostile reception down under, that for the sake of her, her security and her safety, uh, they would simply just have to cancel the entire speaking tour. And that included, uh, she was supposed to be on Monday night's Q&A, so everything was basically uh, given the flick because of all these threats, all the intimidation, both of the hostile left, the intolerant left, and uh, various Muslim groups. So it's the same old story. If we don't like your point of view, we're going to shout you down and shut you down and prevent you from speaking. And that's exactly, sadly, what's happened here. She certainly is a significant spokeswoman, a Somali-born, Dutch-American activist, author, former politician. She certainly had many things to share, including on the issue of female genital mutilation. In fact, mm-hmm. as I understand it, she went through that as a child herself, so yeah. very, very outspoken. But is it a win for the leftists, for the activists, for mm-hmm. those uh, Muslim groups that wanted to shut down this woman's yeah. speech? Is it a win that she decided not to get on the plane and has fear won in this sense? Yeah. Well, in one sense, it certainly is. Uh, the far left and the bullies there and the Muslim groups, they would be uh, shouting for joy and jubilation right now. Yay, we did it. We prevented her from coming. She's a bigot and a racist and all the other foolishness that they throw out. So they would see it as a win. Uh, well, it's certainly not a win for freedom and democracy. It's not a win for anybody who's interested in free speech. But perhaps the only good thing that you and I can take out of this, it's yet just another of so many cases of the left bullying and intimidating and threatening uh, people from even speaking out. And I think all of that is starting to get a lot of ordinary Australians a little bit upset. They're saying, wait a minute. I thought this was a free country. I thought this was a democracy where we're allowed to have different points of view without being threatened. So in one sense, we could say this is just part of so many cases that it may, hopefully in the long run, be a win for us, that people are getting fed up. They've had enough of all the political correctness. I mean, we're seeing this on a global scale. Anyway, we've had Trump in America. We've had Brexit uh, there may be some uh, big changes in some upcoming European elections all around the globe. People are getting pretty tired of the minority thugs and activists uh, shutting down genuine debate and free speech. So hopefully, with God's grace, we may uh, we can may eventually see this, in fact, as a win as more and more people get fed up and start standing up for the freedoms that we had so many of our own sons Uh, give the ultimate price for so that we could enjoy this freedom. Well, uh, this woman, Ayan Hirsi Ali, she speaks against totalitarian Islam. The fact that she was 
bullied, uh, threatened with a crowd of 5,000 protesters outside uh, her engagements. Uh, Perhaps her not getting on the plane draws more attention to the issues Mm. and perhaps, as you say, there may be a win in that. I mean, we're talking about it. I'm not sure who else is talking about it, but Mm. Mm. uh, certainly to draw to the attention of listeners that there are real threats to our freedoms, uh, this certainly is not one of those things that's vague. It's very, very blatantly obvious, isn't it? No, absolutely. So in a sense, as you say, yes, you know, well, this could be a a win as well. Uh, The very fact that she could not come here or at least did not feel safe in coming here shows that, well, it shows the real nature of who we're up against. So in that sense, it's just another example of this, and hopefully it'll wake up enough people. So, you know, even though it was really, I was certainly planning to go see, go listen to her when she came uh, you know, her books are available. You can hear her that way. You can find a lot of her stuff online, but it would have been great to uh, go there in person. But, yeah, I mean, well, I certainly wrote about it. Uh, some others have been writing about it, certainly in the more conservative uh, side of the media. So at least it did draw attention, once again, not just to the totalitarian nature of Islam, but the equally totalitarian totalitarian nature of the left, which is so often in bed with Islam. It's a very ungodly, uh, you know, strange set of bedfellows, but the secular left is often promoting Islam, even though when Islam gets into power, (laughs) it's exactly those secular lefties who are usually the first to go, first to lose their heads. So a lot of naivety and uh, just plain blindness on the part of so much of the left to always automatically defend Islam at all costs, whether it's another terrorist attack in which they're afraid to use the I word or the M word for Muslim. Uh, It's the same here. Uh, The left is supposed to be about freedom and human rights and especially dealing with minorities and women. All the things that Islam is so famous for not championing, and here's the left trying to defend Islam and attack somebody like Hirsi Ali, who has such a vitally important message to hear. Bill, let's reflect for a moment on what should have happened had this woman Mm. been uh, someone that we did not want in Australia. We would expect there would be a court ruling Mm. and uh, for someone in authority to put a line through that name and say this is not an appropriate person to be speaking in Australia. But what we've seen, and I'll get you to reflect on this idea, uh, is that there is like a, a vigilantism or a mob rule, and it's not a whole lot of people running through the streets, yep. but it's a, a gender-driven, uh, organised way of trying to put down opposition that is happening through our entire media. So it's, it's mob rule by media. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely right. You're, you're quite, quite right. It is mob rule. It's not the majority. The majority, I think, are fed up with this, but there's activists, often with the mainstream media and others, or effectively acting like a mob, going on witch hunts. You know, let's get her, burn her, tie her, tie her up to the stake, get rid of this witch. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, well, we've seen it before. That's how, uh, you know, the French Revolution, you know, the mobs on the streets, uh, killing priests and aristocrats and the guillotine, the whole horror of that mob rule. Well, we're, we're kind of getting there. You know, it's a bit more civilized and sanitized here in Australia and the West, but really, 
it's the same mob mentality. We have to, uh, you know, hunt down and destroy anybody we don't like or disagree with. And the really strange thing is, uh, you know, we've had cases of people on our side actually trying to come here to do the same thing, to come on the speaking tour of Australia. We had a pro-life uh, activist from America. This was going back, I don't know, not that long ago, three, four years ago. He was all set to speak at a number of venues in Australia, but a pro-abortion feminist complained, uh, and the government actually, well, he actually landed here in Melbourne, was detained by the authorities, and then put back on a plane and sent back home. Here was a guy simply wanting to stand up for the rights of unborn children. And, uh, you know, with the mob rule, uh, they got a sympathetic government ear. He never made it into the country. But here's a woman trying to warn us against the dangers of Islam. And, you know, you'd think the government would be doing a bit more to uh, look after her and ensure that she can come and be protected. But she felt so worried about her own safety, she didn't come. So you see the mob action uh, both ways, keeping out the good people. And yet, you know, how many uh, inflammatory Muslim imams and hate preachers seem to get, you know, a fair go. They waltz into our country all the time. They do their thing, and nobody seems to do anything. So it's, a, it's not a good place right now. Well, Bill, that's because we are a nation with free speech. <laughs> For some. Okay, I'll point people to this latest article that you've written. It's about A.N. Hersey Ali. That's A-Y-A-A-N Hersey, H-I-R-S-I, Ali. And uh, the title of your blog, Bill, Hersey Ali, Islam and the Anti-Free Speech Brigade. I'll encourage people to simply Google Culture Watch or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, uh, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.